0: A bit of show reviews you you have watched some shows that I doubt there's many wrestling podcasts out there that are covering
1: this no up. I imagine it's not
0: John, Edinburgh Fringe it's the Edinburgh
1: Fringe and there is a bit of wrestling there you'd be surprised so there's one uh, I saw last night at 11 o'clock So I'm pretty tired today I, finished, I got home about half one it's just called The Wrestling it's for Comic Relief. it's like a one-off but they do it most years I think as a one-off show so it's not a show that runs okay. all month um, and they get a bunch of comedians big comedians and a bunch of wrestlers, and they put on a wrestling show. It's it's like the brainchild of, I think it's, there's a comedy duo called Max and Ivan, and I think it's Max um, has wrestling training. I think at one point he was one of the UK's youngest wrestlers, but he does comedy now, but he, he still loves wrestling, so he puts the show on. And it was, it was brilliant. It was genuinely like so much fun. It kind of o- opened with this package, this video package. Uh, Joe Lycett was the previous champion. It turns out, like from whenever I—I I, yeah. I don't want to say last year because I, I assume it didn't happen last year because the fringe was kind of half on last year. Whenever it was last happened, and he basically he—he he, he wasn't coming to the fringe this year, so he decided to defend the title twenty-four-seven. So we've had a lot of video things on Twitter of different comics taking the, the title off people. So so he got—he announced it was happening twenty-four-seven and got immediately dethroned. We've had. um Mae Martin had it and was comforting someone after a uh, bad gig and got pinned and taken off a... James Acaster tried to get it, uh, but hid in the bin, and the bin got kicked because the comic was frustrated after a bad gig. So he he didn't get it. So we have this title changing hands on Twitter a lot. It's been tons of fun. The show itself actually opened with its own theme song. It was people like Flo and Joan and a couple of uh, musical acts at the Fringe. We had Pyro. We had its own theme song. Reese Nicholson uh, arrived on the, in the ring on a zip line. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, he was our compare. Olga Clark was a backstage interviewer. Uh, again, announced that the title has been defended twenty four seven. It was being defended twenty four seven up until the start of the main event. Uh, so Rosie Holt had it at the start of the show, and then Nish Kumar got it before the show had even started. So Nish Kumar's the champion. We get introduced to some commentators. Uh, got Rose Matafeo, who wrote Starstruck on the BBC. She's the heel commentator. Andrew Maxwell is the face commentator, and is so face, so like nice. He's creepy. He's gone the other way. We had starts chance of fair fair play and decency, and uh, Phil Wang was the neutral commentator who's all about the regulations. Uh, So we had three matches. Match one: Max Nivan versus Evo Graham, and I think it was Dawkins, but he was like the wrestler, and Max was like the one with wrestling training on the other side. This was tons of fun. They like Max can go despite being a comedian. He, he like entered the ring by you know, flipping over the ropes. He does the whole bit where you flip out of the arm lock. Uh, him and Ivan pulled out a double team move um, for like a sort of stomp powerbomb thing from a turnbuckle. And I'm like, what am I watching? I didn't expect this at all. I kind of thought it'd be a bit of a joke. You know, these guys have actually really had some training or something. They're going for it. Yeah. It's tons of fun. Uh, oh, it's worth mentioning Evo Graham and Dawkins were part of Nish's bad boy faction. So Nish was at ringside with the championship. Hey. Uh, after um, the bad boys win with a lot of ref and a low blow Lou Sanders all skated around the ring knocked an issue over, pinned him and skated out with the title so that was unexpected and cool uh, second match we got Sophie Duka, uh, of the Queen Bee versus the wrestler Rhea O'Reilly uh, it was tons of fun Again, Sophie Duca wins with because uh, we had took off a turnbuckle pad and she pushed her into into the metal for the win. During this, we found out that uh, Lou Sanders lost the title to Chloe Petz backstage. And then the final, sorry, the final match is a six way for the title. Chloe Petz is about to give a title. It, it's about to tell us what stipulation was. Uh, but Nish Kumar pays her a million euros because, in his words, the pounds in the toilet since Brexit. Uh, to give to just lay down and give him the title back, so he's he's champion again. He announces a hardcore match. Uh, it's a six-way for a title. We have Rosie Jones. Rosie Jones and Nish Kumar have this ongoing fringe feud where every time they meet up, they stage well. Rosie stages a photo where it looks like Nish has pushed her over because she has cerebral palsy. Yeah, yeah, you've seen that. They they do that a lot. Uh, so it's announced that she's been pushed over by Nish and can't make the match. We've got uh, Kiri Pritchard mclean uh, Jess Foster Q, a wrestler who's wearing a mask called Last Lasta who we don't know. I don't know who it was, but she was she could go. Um, Nish brought Dawkins in to fight for him, and uh, another wrestler's name I didn't catch. Another two wrestler's name I didn't catch. One of them was fighting for Rosie. This was surprisingly good. Like people were. Jess Foster Q did a suplex. Kiwi caught Las Iconica Lass- and like, did a body slam. There was like comedians doing actual wrestling moves and I'm just sitting there like, what is happening? I did not see this coming. <laughs> um, oh, I forgot to mention. The first match when Nish lost the title, he fired his enforcer. Uh, at the end of this, Nish is on the turnbuckle about to win. He set up someone on the table and the enforcer... Walks in, carrying Rosie Jones, <laughs> who pushes Nish off the turnbuckle, and comes in for the win. And Rosie Jones is our new wrestling right. champion. It was incredible fun. It sounds like And it was all for Comic Life. Never known about it before. I mean, there's a lot of yeah. shows at the Fringe, so I've just apparently missed it. Or maybe... It was totally sold out. I only got my ticket last week because there was some... Return. I think I don't know. I, I kept checking the website for it because it was sold out, and I just happened to find it at the right time. There's some like extra ticket at okay. least. Um, that uh, good. It was really fun. And the last show um, was called Mythos Ragnarok, and that it's a combination of like theatre and pro wrestling. So they're telling the story of Odin and Loki and, and Ragnarok, but they're they're telling it <laughs> well, okay. via yeah like a play. But and the fight scenes is all done via, by by wrestling and it works so yeah. well it's genuinely my favorite show of the fringe uh it was funny very cool being in the room of people that i mean there were some wrestling fans there there were some wrestling shirts but i think a lot of it was just kind of word of mouth people not used to not who <laughs> wouldn't go to a wrestling show normally because it's got a lot of five-star reviews so like when a big move was hit the reaction from the crowd was yeah. massive you know like they were like yeah, a big move, or even like a chop, you know, a chop to the chest where you can hear echo, like, the crowd reacted big because they've just not, they've not seen this kind of thing before. Actually, to give you an idea, to properly set the scene, it was a Saturday night, this show is on every day at quarter past ten, and um, it, it being a Saturday at the Fringe, there was a lot of very drunk people, and they were being kind of annoying in the in the, in the queue, and we take a seat, and they're kind of being annoying, and the show starts, and there's one guy who just won't stop laughing because he's pissed. And I'm there thinking, oh, no, I've made a terrible mistake. I'm going to have to come back and watch this, like, another day where like, the crowd's not going to be dickheads. Uh, within five minutes, that had all stopped. Like, people were well into the show. Um, like, there was no one, like... I, don't, I got the pressure to be like, oh, wrestling, I'm going to take the, you know, take the piss. Um, but, yeah, they were well into it within five minutes. They did such a good job. Um, and there's, like, a... They've produced, like, this cool booklet they sell afterwards of details about the show and everyone in it. it. It's very cool. They've... The guy in charge, he gave a speech at the end about how, like, on their first night, I think they were open to, like, six people and they knew four of them and that, that day was sold out. So they've come a long way. And, uh, basically, if you're in Edinburgh or can get to Edinburgh, want to just go see me if Ragnarok. If you like wrestling, you'll love it. And if you don't like wrestling, you'll probably love it as well. Because <laughs> um, it was... Yeah, it was really the first
0: year
1: they've been at I I've certainly never come across them before and I feel like I would have. Uh they're called the Mythological Theatre or they're called I think they're called Russ the Guild on Instagram. They're not on Twitter. But Are they check are out. they like trained wrestlers? Yeah, I think it's a mix of some of them are actors who have had some wrestling training and some of them are wrestlers. According to the book, um I think there's a bit of a rotating cast, because I'm guessing they don't do it every night because uh, taking bumps every night is probably not great but M- Molly Spartan who I've seen at um, at Discovery is one of the people in it um, so yeah I think it's a bit of both based on what I've read in the book it's it's very good they're on every night at uh, quarter past ten Gilded Balloon Patterhouse until Sunday I believe because that's when the Fringe ends if you're
0: listening to this pod you've got a couple of days <laughs> to get yourself over
1: yeah, couple of days, a couple days check a it lovely.
0: out. I, mean, I saw your pictures and stuff that you'd put up at that. Like,
1: yeah, <laughs> so. it's one of those ideas. It's, it's, it's very groundbreaking, but also I'm surprised no one's done it before, now I think about it. But it's, it's oh, genius.
0: Um, um, sadly, uh, during this latter half of the recording, we've actually like, like lost Joe's audio. Like, something's gone wrong there, technically. So um, he was also going to talk about, he played a gig last Friday which I'm kind of gutted I didn't go to now. Uh, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't go to it, but I'm, I'm gutted I didn't go to. Uh, and he, he talked about it on last week's pod, which was basically he was in a band playing like RuPaul's Drag Race covers while dressed as wrestling people. Um, I know Ian in the band was dressed as Oscar. I've seen pictures of that. It looks phenomenal. And Joe had a incredible costume dressed as a macho man, Randy Savage and
1: he <laughs> amazing. It, yeah
0: it was an incredible costume and <laughs> he said it was the most yeah, was fun awesome. he's ever had at a gig yes um, it looked awesome and it looked amazing so yeah. yes he was going to give us a, <laughs> a bit of a lowdown on that so that's all i can tell you from someone who wasn't there but seeing the pictures and gone i wish i was there so if that if that continues if that continues we'll let you know where you can go and watch that yeah it's good other than that thank you for listening to our uh, 99th episode and we'll be back next week with episode 100
1: who'd have thought we'd come this far (laughs) 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 yeah that's fair thank you everyone for listening (laughs) Goodbye. goodbye